Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. Oh, if today you hear my voice, harden not your Good day everyone, this is Gunnar from the Verbal Day family in Lingen, Germany. Today I'm sharing with you my reflection on the Gospel of John 8, 21-30. Jesus said to the Pharisees, I'm going away and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I'm going you cannot come. So the Jews said, He's not going to kill himself, is he? Because he said, Where I'm going you cannot come. He said to them, You belong to what is below, I belong to what is above. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. That is why I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, What I told you from the beginning, I have much to say about your condemnation, but the one who sent me is true, and what I heard from him, I tell the world. They did not realize that he was speaking to them of the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am, and that I do nothing on my own, but I say only what the Father taught me. The one who sent me is with me, he has not left me alone, because I always do what is pleasing to him. Because he spoke this way, many came to believe. The prayer guideline this time will be somewhat different than my others because I had a unique experience this time. I started meditating daily on this gospel about three weeks ago. This is unusual for me to spend that much time on just one part. But these days were full of challenging surprises and what I initially perceived as sudden setbacks. Now I think the gospel can be divided into three parts. The first part is about how the Pharisees cannot comprehend what Jesus tells them, and they mistakenly even think that he might be taking his own life. You will look for me, but where I'm going you cannot come. The second part warns the Pharisees that they would die in their sin if they didn't come to believe. And the third part describes the unity of Jesus with God the Father. The first few days praying with this gospel were spent on Jesus' warning. For if you don't believe that I am, you will die in your sins. I try to understand why people decide not to believe and what potentially the consequences would be. Although everything I had written seemed correct, it had the shape of an empty, emotionless instruction. Not suitable for a daily shot at all. After discussing my writings with the missionary, it came apparent that these were merely my thoughts and not from my encounter with God. 
but how could I provide a prayer guideline helping others to encounter God if I don't encounter God myself? I said, Jesus, why aren't you speaking to me? Thoughts crossed my mind such as, what if God doesn't speak to me in this reading? I tried again, sitting in front of my computer wanting to write what God speaks to me, but I didn't think I was perceiving anything from him. I thought I would have to meditate more and then God would speak to me. I read it over and over, but I just didn't hear Jesus speaking. I felt devastated, unmotivated to continue and the pressure to deliver a prayer guideline was increasing. This is when I noticed that delivering a guideline became my main focus. I wanted to hear God speak but for the sake of preparing this guideline and not because I wanted to hear him speak to know what he had to say to me. My intentions were good, but impure. After acknowledging the impurity of my intentions, this passage stood out to me. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. I understood that earthly things were motivating me to seek God, but he is of another nature. And that's why I felt he wasn't speaking to me. Looking back, I clearly see that he was speaking to me all along, just not where I was listening. I'm aware that there are also different interpretations of this passage, but this is what I felt God was telling me. Jesus said in this gospel, the one who sent me is with me. He clearly describes the unity of himself with God the Father. Unity in turn describes the relationship of Jesus with God the Father. How often have we heard that the relationship with Jesus is what matters? And this is correct, but this time it really made a difference for me. I should have sought the closeness to God first, placed my worries at his feet and he would have helped me. However, I demanded a solution from him. This shows me that I wasn't interested in him, but rather in what he had to offer. This is not a proper basis for a relationship and he lovingly corrected me so that I could learn. By not directly answering my prayers, I learned that God is foremost interested in me as a person and not in solving my problems. However, he did answer my prayers, but in a different way. Look, the gospel ends with the following verse. Because he spoke this way, many came to believe in him, which emphasized again, all that Jesus wants is our heart. Now, I have some questions for you to reflect on in your own time of prayer. What are my intentions when I seek a conversation with God? How is God inviting me to nurture my relationship with Him? And how God is inviting me to speak to others so they may come to believe in Him? Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.